1: It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station.
2: Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day in Apopka, it's a great day in Central Florida. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School. Blue Darter Sports Central is sponsored by Baptiste Orthodontics, by Florida Door Solutions, and by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnfatOrlando.com. We're pleased to be joined by Blue Daughter Athletic Director Eddie Sanders. Also, Coach Williams is joining us on the program today. We'll go to them in just a moment. Of course, Joe Ferraro was here, and we may even be joined by John Perry before the show's over. So we've got a great lineup for you. But right now, I want to let you know that Baptiste Orthodontics is proud to call a Popka home for Baptiste Orthodontics' third Central Florida office. Baptiste Orthodontics' Popka office is conveniently located at 12 South Park Avenue, right across from Kitland Nelson Park. Get over and see Dr. Andre Baptiste and the great people at Baptiste Orthodontics, and be sure to tell them you're an Popka Blue Darter. Baptiste Orthodontics looks forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2020. Let's go back now. Let's go to Coach Eddie Sanders. Coach, great to see you. Thanks for having us out again.
3: Good to see you. It's nice to be back on campus. Um, weather's changed a little bit since this morning. Walked in, it was warmer, actually, than when we came in this morning. So um, so it's nice to be on campus right here. And
2: we have Coach Scott Williams joining us as well in person. Coach, great to see you.
4: Thank you. Thank you for, uh, thank you for uh, having me, as always, and all the support you guys always give
2: it was wonderful to see you just um w- your wednesday night and um you know we had an outstanding game as, as we talked about in the post game briefly uh we fell to a, an ex- excellent dr phillips team by two points after a, a game that went back and forth um can you just once again to share a little bit about uh you know your thoughts in the aftermath of that game of course we'll continue we play next thursday night in, in, in the regional round of the tournament
4: absolutely you know um uh, our district is Born out to be really, really good, but you know, three teams at the top, O'Cohey and Dr. Phillips and ourselves, have you know, have, have kind of measured by you know, through the course of the season as being among the best teams in the state. And, and I think any of the three of us capable of, of, um, of making our way to Lakeland. And and so, um, you know, it's part of the disappointment about sliding out of the one spot late, letting some games get away because that meant you were going to have to deal with a one of. You know you're gonna have to deal with back-to-back really, really hard games in order to win a district tournament, and um, you know Dr. Phillips is just really skilled, and uh, they're a hard team to guard. And you know they got out us on the they got out us early. Um, you know we were down 11 at the end of the first quarter. I thought our kids resolved to get back in the game. You know sometimes people ask, well, why do or don't you call timeouts? And I just I felt like we were gonna be okay. I felt like we were uh, in the right place emotionally and and we were competing in the right ways we just kind of had to take some things away and be a little bit better a little bit smarter and you know we had it at a one point game at halftime and as I mentioned to you after the game you know we would do some really good things and and we'd grab the lead and then a a credit to them and, and then also just us continuing to have to get better I thought we'd do a couple of little things that weren't really good and then all of a sudden they'd grab control again get up four, five, six. All right, now we got to find a way to have answers. We would get a one-point lead. Same thing would happen. And, uh, you know, I, I feel really responsible. I feel like the biggest play of the game was coming out of a timeout two minutes to go, and we're up one, one or two. And um, I recognized the action. They were going to put both their shooters together on the side in a screen and roll, and I knew they were going to pop Thiam. And I just I just didn't do a good enough job relaying it to our defenders and and he got free and knocked down a big three and really regret that you know you kind of sometimes you see things kind of like a car wreck in slow motion and and uh, so wish I had a playback um, came right down to the end uh, they were just a little bit better down the stretch made a couple more plays and uh, you know the nice thing is is we're in a system now you know I've been in some years where You got three, four, five, six teams really, really good in a district and only two go. And so, um, you know, people ask, do you like the new system? I would say that even if we were, even if you told me we were going to win the district tournament, I think it's a good thing that the best teams get into the playoffs. And in our region this year, the best teams in our region are in our district. And it is um, demonstratively provable through the course of a season. And so I'm. I'm happy for our district, it looks like five teams are going to get in. Um, and uh, for us to be one of them is obviously very, very exciting. And so uh, going into next week, uh, we, think, uh, we think we're think we one of those teams that has a chance to win some playoff games and move on.
2: We're speaking with Coach Scott Williams, live on Blue Daughter Sports Central, coming to you from Apopka High School. Coach Eddie Sanders is here as well, Joe Ferraro is here, looking forward for a great show, it's great to be back on campus. A- couple things quickly as a coach i I, I was watching you know when dr phillips came out and they immediately they hit those three long threes to start the game and took an immediate nine to nothing lead but it looked like it didn't seem like i was looking to see if our guys would be rattled at all or not and they didn't seem like they, they were they were rattled at all it seemed like they just uh, took it in stride and kind of got that hey you know sometimes that happens and, and continue to play hard and that seemed to be be the case
4: well we we've said this in timeouts before if we've ever had to take them look if the other team makes all their shots tonight we're probably not going to win and, um, you know, Dr. Phillips shoots a lot of threes. Um, and outside of their top two scores, the guys that t- take some threes, sometimes we don't think they're very good shots or good shooters. And so we're going to kind of live with that. And it kind of bore itself out. I mean, we knew, um, much like Windermere, they're going to probably take about thirty threes. threes. Um, the line in the sand we'd like to have is to keep them 10 or below. And uh, I don't remember the numbers, but I, I know we accomplished that. I can't remember exactly what the final numbers were, uh, but um, it was kind of right in line with that. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of, a little, we talk a lot about Zach, for instance, at the offensive end and rebounding, but uh, the job he did on 12 on Thiam um, for much of the game, not as much stopping him, but making it hard. You know, guys that are high-volume scorers and you know, their are two top guys who are going to take a lot of shots. Um, what you want to do is make it harder on them. I thought Zach was really good. Um, you know, we have some breakdowns, and we always do. You can't – not go play a perfect game defensively against really good people. But, um, no, I, I thought that we were um, – I thought I thought we had a – I just thought we were dialed in. I thought we were ready to go. I thought it, it bored itself out of the fact it was a really, really good basketball game. I think if we can be that prepared going into next Thursday and hopefully beyond, I think, I think we got a chance to win. I think we got a chance to win games, chance to win the region. Um, you know, you're just going to have to, um, you know, you can't leave points out there. Going to have to be really good. Rotation's good defensively. Box outs good. Um, plays in the first quarter matter just as much as plays in the fourth quarter, kind of thing. And um, but every team's got that same problem. And starting next Thursday. You, know, you stub your toe, and, 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 and you're done. Uh, but uh, I, I think our guys will compete really well. And um, obviously, uh, third time in five years uh, that we've been in the district playoffs. Last year we weren't, but we were number one in the state. Um, I, I'm, I'm honored and, and blessed to, to be building something here with a great group of young men, a great group of coaches that, that um, has established itself as among the premier basketball teams in the state. And now we just got to go do it in the playoffs, which is a big step for us.
2: We're speaking with Coach Scott Williams at Apopka High School on Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, a couple of process questions, Coach. First of all, um, if you could sh- share with us who those other uh, two teams out of our district that will continue in the region that you think. I, since I, I presume that, of course, Ocoy and Dr. Phillips um, will be in it and, of course, us, as you have mentioned. And then, and then who do we play and where next Thursday night? Absolutely.
4: So um, it, it, in some regions, there's a lot going on, it looks like in ours it's pretty settled. The winner of tonight's, and by the way, if you're a, good, if you're a high school basketball fan, you really ought to come up tonight. I, I've i seen by film both earlier matchups between Dr. Phillips and Ocoee, amazingly good basketball games. I expect the same tonight. It's gonna to be a really, really good game. Come up, enjoy the game, spend some money in the concession stand, help our program. Um, but no, it's gonna be really good. And, and the winner that will be the number one overall seed. They'll play Evans. Not, not, a, not a heck of a reward to draw Evans in the first round. Um, the loser of that game will be the number five seed. And quite honestly, in the first round, they got a much easier game. They're going to go to Jacksonville and play a team in the Jacksonville district, either Bartram Trail or Mandarin, who are not as good as the teams in our district. Um, and so I expect on that side of the draw... Whoever wins the 1-8 game will play the, the 5. And so it's going to be a district game again in the Sweet 16. Wow. On our side of the draw, um, it looks like number two Seminole, uh, unless they get shocked tonight by Spruce Creek. And they beat Spruce Creek by 40. Spruce Creek's the number two team in that district. I mean, that's, a, that's the level disparity between the two programs. Um, and uh, they're going to play West Orange. And then uh, we will travel to the winner of Timber Creek and Haggerty, both of whom are playing very, very well right now. Um, Haggerty, I think, is up to, I mean, Timber Creek's up to like 18 or 19 wins. And Hagerty, after a really, really slow start, is playing extremely, extremely well. And so both of those teams will pose a challenge. Um, You know, the thing for us that we like in a way is um, somebody's got to prepare for us that doesn't really know us quite as well. Uh, and we feel like we prepare for people really well. Um, but, man, it's awful hard playing the folks in your District a third or a fourth time. And so, I mean, we're going to have to run into them eventually. I mean, it might be a West Orange in round two. If we get to the the final eight, uh, it certainly is going to be a district team sitting there. And uh, it's it's kind of weird. It, it is many ways, you know, college teams in some of these power conferences in the NCAA tournament deal with this. You know, they're going to run into each other a third or a fourth time. And there's some real similarity there, but um, it looks like next Thursday, seven o'clock at either Timber Creek or Haggerty for us uh, playing. If we win, then in the Sweet 16 the following Tuesday, uh, playing against the winning the winner of Seminole and West Orange.
2: And just uh, quickly, and I have not looked at the bracket, how many games do we need to win in the region to get to the Final Four? Well,
4: there are eight teams in the, in the playoffs. It's just like in football. Uh, you get to three, you get to Lakeland, get to the Final Four. You know, if it's in football, state semifinal games are still played at one of the two schools, whereas in basketball, the Final Four is in Lakeland. And so um, next Thursday, first round, Sweet 16, the following Tuesday, and then the Elite Eight uh, the following Friday or Saturday. They, they flop it each year. And um, uh, and so three to get to Lakeland. And uh, I feel like that no matter who we play, uh, we have a chance to win. And, uh, accordingly, I, I think whoever we play is good enough to beat us. Um, and, you know, so you got to you got to be able to play good basketball. You got to be able to uh, play smart basketball, you know, not and not do things that um, uh, that cause you to um, to put yourself at a real disadvantage uh, at either end of the floor. You know, so if we're smart, and we really compete. I, I think we've got a chance to to be really right there when we when we uh, take a look at it. Apopka Blue Daughter basketballs
2: an exciting season continues, and as we heard from Coach Williams, we'll be on the road this coming Thursday night for, as we enter the regional uh, phase of the postseason. We're going to take a break in a moment. When we come back, we'll continue to speak with Coach Scott Williams, basketball coach at Apopka High School, and Coach Eddie Sanders. Before we go to break, I want to... Let everybody know that Blue Daughter Sports Central is supported and all of our broadcasts of Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics are supported by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solution has your solution. And in the best Apopka tradition, Florida Door Solutions gives back. Florida Door Solutions supports Apopka High School, Apopka Little League, youth sports in our Apopka community and many other great organizations. So when you have garage door problems, Make sure you contact Florida Door Solutions. They have your solution, and you can find them at FLADoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR, and be sure you tell them you're an Apopka Blue Darter. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll continue to speak with Coach Eddie Sanders and Coach Scott Williams from Apopka High School. Please stay with us.
1: It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW your hometown
2: station. Now here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School. Joe Ferraro's here we're speaking with coach Eddie Sanders athletic director of the Blue Darters and also Coach Scott Williams, head basketball coach. We'll go to them in just a moment. Before we do, I want to, of course, remind you that all the programs you hear right here on 1520 WBZW and all of our athletic broadcasts are supported by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and burnfatorlando.com. Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic, proud to be voted best chiropractor in Apopka for now 15 years in a row. Now let's go back to Coach Eddie Sanders, Coach Scott Williams. And, you know, Coach Williams, as I was, you know, as we were getting ready to to, to start the game, uh, the the, the starting lineups were announced the other night, I I, couldn't help but notice, you know, there was been a dramatic transition you've had to deal with in your lineup. In that, you know, for much of the season, uh, Earl Lombardi has has been out there on the floor as a starter. He's a big guy, about 6'3", 6'4". He Does a lot of the dirty work under the basket, kind of things, re- rebounding, blocking shots, things like that. Yeah. Um, Rodney Wentz came in. He's been there. He's not there anymore. Uh, he's a big man with that big presence. And, and the guy filling out the that 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 fifth spot or that 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 spot in in the mm-hmm. lineup was was Nikai Martinez, uh, who seemed to be like a five nine guy, if you will. So it it obviously. Struck me that you've had to do some, most likely had to do some 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 some, some tinkering, if you will, with your strategy and tactics based on uh, the, the vagaries of, of the lineup here in, in at this moment.
4: Well, you know, Nakai's been starting for us for about about three weeks now. We just feel like that it didn't it didn't necessarily adjust minutes a ton, but starting Nakai, we feel like gives us a really good presence, and you know he he just does a lot of wonderful things. You know, there's some limitations to his game, but he's smart enough to play through them and um he just competes you know he, he he helps he helps us set a great tone uh, at both ends and uh he's just been a wonderful wonderful contributor for us uh earl's back is getting better um if we played tonight uh i think we'd get him a few minutes i don't know how long he could go but he would have been really important against okoe and if we see him down the road he will be and so um Uh, He's making steady improvement. I'm glad that we get another week with him uh, to keep healing. Um, The week off does not hurt Zach and John and guys as well that are playing huge minutes. Um, You know, Devin Leith coming back off the fractured foot. Um, You know, we're trying to get him reestablished because I think Devin can be a difference maker in a lot of subtle ways in what you do. Um, and it's still a little hit and miss. His conditioning is just his flow and his feel. Um, and so, uh, you know, and, and and Cameron James as a freshman is having to inherit a lot of responsibilities beyond maybe what he would have been doing earlier, especially in terms of having to defend bigs and doing some things. He's really done a wonderful job. You know, he's become a, a very steady third scorer. He's, a, he's an amazing rebounder and a, another amazing competitor, you know, one of the things, you know, losing guys like um, Zach and Rudy and Isaac will uh, will certainly hurt us. But when I look at our young guys, the competitive toughness of Brandon Johnson, Nakai, Cameron, and of course, John and Devin um, and Earl, you know, I, I feel like that we will continue to be a very, very good competitive basketball team because those guys are, Are wired and dialed in the right way Um, but yeah, um, you know Nakai defensively is um, just a, a ball hawk and he adds toughness for us on the exterior and then offensively, you know he gets downhill well, creating but if you don't box him out, he gives us another weapon on the offensive glass and and uh, I I thought that Nakai just gave a wonderful effort on Tuesday night as he always does.
2: His yeah, leafing ability is amazing. I remember one rebound. You know, he went up and just looked like he had springs on his feet and went up over guys that were six three and six yeah. four and, and pulled down the rebound.
4: There's there's a reason why he's <laughs> a, a high major Division one defensive back recruit despite not being six one or six two, and uh, and certainly that's an evidence every time we play.
2: And of course the the, the, the tenacity. And, and not to mention the quick, you know, incredibly quick reflexes. I, if I'm not mistaken, there was, there was one sequence where they were trying to get the ball down. You know, he was guarding the ball, and he, he slapped the ball out of their hands at least three times uh, before they could. Have, it, it kept going out of bounds, but but before they could could get the ball down to, down the court. basically. Yeah, we
4: we showed some real tenacity, especially late. We were trying to create a turnover, and we had three or four chances, and actually created a big one actually two big ones and and weren't able to convert either one of them which obviously we wish we had and uh um it's um you know i told the guys after the game how proud i was of them because i thought we um we came out and competed the way a Popka basketball needs to compete and and uh it's not a disservice to lose a basketball game to a really 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 good final four caliber Coe team or a final four caliber Dr. Phillips team and I would imagine they would both say the same thing if if we beat them you know I, it's just uh, the nature of uh, the nature of how good our district is this year.
2: We're speaking with coach Scott Williams right now on Blue Darter Sports Central about Blue Darter basketball. I have gotten a text from John Perry. John will not be able to join us today. But we look forward to having him back uh, next week on Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's always great having him as a part of our show, um, and of course our post game broadcast as well. John, John
4: will understand this personal message. He needs to work on his poetry. He, <laughs> he will laugh. I'm sure he will send me a text about that. Um, so a, a fun uh, sports related uh, Twitter reference to my man John. But um, you know, he's you guys and John are part of and. Allow me to, you know, just jump on the box for a minute. Just what you guys do, what John does for our school and our community, uh, it's part of what drew me here. It's part of what will keep me here is um, uh, the appreciation for a community that cares deeply about its its teams and its programs, especially if you attempt to go about doing your job the right way. And, and uh, that's why I'm always... Try real hard to be available for all you guys just because of the hard work you put in for our kids and also would be negligent. I know you'll talk about it once I end up going, but I'm so proud for, for Coach Hardy and um, the girls for their victory last night. You know, I um, because I'm, I'm here all week, you know, I have to be here tonight. It won't be as fun of a role tonight. But um, so I was smart, did a little marriage protection plan and and we went we we enjoyed Valentine's dinner last night and a Valentine's evening with my wife Um, and so I I had to follow the game through John and and everything and I'm just so happy for for those girls and tell you what they got a chance to be playing they got a chance to keep winning and uh, you know it's funny so I was kind of an ugly win man there's no win in the playoffs that are ugly survive in advance baby and I'm so happy for those girls and we'll be rooting for them Tuesday night
2: no, very exciting to have both boys and girls basketball teams at Apopka going deep into the playoffs and, and having such great seasons. And thank you for your kind comments, Coach. Yes, it's certainly a joy uh, and a blessing to cover Apopka Blue Garter Sports on the yeah, radio. I, and, I think
3: and, I think between, you know, John Perry and you guys, Roger, and everybody on the radio station, it just it kind of helps tie the community together. You know, it's kind of that, you know, that you get the information and, I mean, I know other communities care about their sports teams, you know, to some degree and maybe close to what we do, but um, I think most people recognize that Pop is a special place and and with the community support that we get um, throughout all our, our sports and with our programs, you know, it, it is a great place to be.
2: Absolutely, and, and also when, you know, John Perry and the Chief, you know, the, the work that they do is, is it's absolutely phenomenal and what a, what a tremendous resource from a variety of different perspectives. Uh, and you know, we always love having John to be a part of everything we do. And he does appreciate all the great coverage he gives us as well. Um, One more—I know you got to get back to class, coaches. If you have time for one more question, of course. Kind of a again a process question, but I think one of the great things about these conversations we have—it's so much to learn. I learned so much, and I know our listeners do. Um, A question about—you know—we've talked at length about the, the strength of basketball here in Central Florida, Orange County specifically, our district specifically, Class 7A, District 3. What is it about uh, the culture here in Central Florida, Orange County, that, that causes, you know, th- that leads to, you know, this kind of top heavy uh, strength in high school basketball?
4: I think that, one, it's an area flush with talent. I mean, you, you, you don't do these things without young men that are really talented. I think that um, even though there are always some negative things that come out of the spring and summer basketball circuit. I think there are some tremendous AAU programs, grassroots programs, working with kids in this area as they grow up. Um, like I said, it's um, it comes with some, some pitfalls sometimes, but there's some tremendous men and women that are working with our kids across to Florida to be better basketball players. I think it makes a difference. And, you know, I look in our district, and there are seven really really good basketball coaches i look in the rest of the west side metro and the rest of the programs and every coach like you know it's fun if you walk in the gym you look down to the other end you're like that dude if he wins it's only because he's got town he ain't very good i don't get to say that every night i'm walking i'm like god dog that guy's really good at what he does they're so prepared they're gonna be tough as nails and so I think the combination of all, they're very talented, they're getting developed before they get to us, and these are programs that are being run by really, really smart, talented men, schools that care, obviously, about their programs and are hiring the right people in place, and men that I, I am proud to call colleagues and friends, uh, compete like heck against them, but, um, you know, when, you, when you've done it as long as I have, um, it's much better to do it with people that you respect and you care about. The competition is that much more intense, um, but um, it, it also make you know it allows you to support each other and, and to know that basketball is really good for everybody in this area. Thank you for showing your, sharing your insights,
2: and it's really a real thrill to cover uh, such a hotbed of, of high school basketball, and especially um, great to have us uh, right right in the thick of uh, thick of all of it. Um, well, we got about two minutes before we go to break. Uh, uh, Joe, or, or coach, you have uh, Sanders. You have a coach for a
3: question or comment for Coach Williams. No, I'm just appreciative that um, Scotty talks about all these other coaches, but he's obviously right up there with them. I mean, um, the, the way he runs the program, you, the way he runs his practices, the way he coaches during the um, games is second to none. And I just appreciate all the time he puts in and all the effort that his whole staff puts in to, to run the program the right way, um, to develop our, our young men, to, to, be, to be better be better as they get older you know as we always say you know it's great to be a great athlete but it's better to be a better husband better father and that's that's our ultimate goal in any of these programs whether it's male or female to just be better adults in the long run So that's what that's what's gonna that's what we want that's what we want in the long run yes sir
2: well well said thank you very much and before we go to that break uh yeah just add to what coach sanders said you know I was blessed to be able to um, grow up uh, when Coach Sterling was our coach and um, witness, you know, at a very young age, uh, not only the, the state championship, the trips to the final four in the state tournament, but the, the state championship, um, but just the way that he built the program. Literally, um, we had youth basketball league starting at, at six and seven years old. Um, and it was it, for him. It wasn't uh, you know a, a basketball season job. It was a 365 day a, a year job yeah. building the program. And yeah. I see many similarities w- with Coach Williams and, and Coach Sterling. And you know that's certainly the highest compliment I could give mm. to a basketball mm-hmm. coach. But both in terms of their approach, as you said, the mission of, of building young men, uh, making that a priority over basketball, but but making priority <laughs> in terms of the basketball element, yes. the highest possible par- priority, and doing it uh, on a year round basis and, and building a strong program. So. Mm-hmm. Certainly, I yeah, well, appreciate well, when your, co- your comments, Coach when your program,
3: When your program has the base of do- doing things with integrity in the right way, then, you know, when it comes to basketball decisions, you you know, sometimes it's made for you, what you have to do. Yes. It's going to be best for your program, but better off, you know, better off, for, hopefully, for the, for the young men yes. in the long run.
2: Well, Coach, thank you so much. for looking Best you. wishes next Thursday night. All right. Go Blue Daughters. Yeah. Well, friends, we're going to do that break. We'll be back in just a moment on Blue Daughters Sports Central from Apopka High School. Please stay with Thanks, us. Scott.
1: It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown
2: station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. Coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School today. Coach Eddie Sanders is joining us as well. Of course, uh, Joe is here. It was wonderful to speak with Coach Scott Williams and get his great insights from so many different perspectives. Of course, Apopka basketball, boys basketball will be on the road next Thursday night in the first round of the regional tournament. Uh, Girls basketball have won their district. And uh, and Coach, when, when do the girls play again? They'll be playing Tuesday night at home against Timber Creek as they proceed their advance through postseason. In a moment, we'll be joined by John Perry. He's actually been able to join us, joining us on the phone. And we're also now pleased to talk about apopka blue darter boys wrestling got two outstanding wrestlers with us ralph sanchez a sophomore is joining us and joshua Garo is joining us as well guys thanks for joining us thank you and you, uh, blue darter boys wrestling and congratulations are in order uh, you guys just uh, captured the metro west championship uh, congratulations thank you, thank you. And let's start with joshua. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, first of all that that most recent tournament and that most recent uh, championship? um Well the metro was uh tournament. It was
5: It was a great opportunity and experience for all of us to Get to know more about ourselves and our teammates Because um, it was an individual bracket and a lot of us fought really hard and we competed with some high level guys as well um individually for me it was my this is my first year wrestling and um I'm very thankful for God and all the coaches that has coached me and they teach me key details that I need to learn and Having my teammates back and they having my back as well um, Out of 20 teams. I came fourth top four. I, I placed fourth in the tournament um, I'm satisfied with that, but I know I could do better as well and um, we've put in three guys who came first first place they won championships We have Ralph Sanchez Luther cashmere and Ransom Randolph. So, congratulations to those three guys. They're phenomenal. They're grateful. And I'm just really proud and happy to be part of the team. It's a wonderful experience. And hopefully, I could continue on and go to college for it. Well,
2: that's great. Thanks for sharing a little bit about your story. Thanks for being here. And now let's go to Ralph Sanchez. You, know, you guys have a diff- different perspectives. You know, Joshua was a senior, Ralph is a sophomore. And a congratulations on your uh, first place finish.
6: Yeah, thank you. Uh, for me, the Metro West uh, Championship was. Uh uh, it just showed how much I've improved from last year. I mean, last year, I'd even know, because Metro West is separated by two days, and if you make it to the second day, you have a chance to place. And last year, I didn't even make it to the second day. Uh, but this year, I made it to the second day, and I won the whole thing in my weight class. So, yeah, um, i just like to thank all my coaches for that, and uh, I really appreciate them pushing me.
2: Congratulations are in order, certainly. And you know, As I mentioned, you guys have um, a little bit different perspectives. Joshua a senior. Ralph's a sophomore. Can you tell us how long you've been in the program, uh, Ralph?
6: Ralph Sanchez. Uh, me, I've been in the program uh, since last year, my freshman year. I started, and uh, I just did it because uh, my sister and a bunch of the past wrestlers told me to do it, and uh, I just—it's just been something I want to do ever since I came to high school.
2: Excellent, and uh, Ralph, excuse me, Joshua Garo, you had mentioned that even though you're a senior, this is your first year in the program. How did you come to? You know, a lot lot of guys. I mean, the the, the norm, I guess, is for guys to start much earlier. uh, You know, freshman year, even before freshman year. Um, What led you into the program? You know, your senior year.
5: Um. Well, for me, it was about leaving a legacy behind. I wanted to. I want to have my name remembered for. For years on, I want to put my name on the board. So when the next year of students come in or wrestlers, they can see my name being on the board. That was that was my big goal. My goal is to just keep winning, go to districts, win that place, go to regions, win that place, and go to states. Either become a uh, state placer, if not, just win states. That's my goal. Um, the reason why I started wrestling this year was because. I mean, the teammates, it's phenomenal. It's a big family. I love all of them. I love the coaches. I have the numbers, social media and all that. And I'm very grateful that I have them in my life because they taught me a lot of things. And I grew up as a person as well. Like before, how do you say, I was a little bit immature. I wasn't so much into school. Now I'm like... I need to grow up. This is a real world. Wrestling taught me, taught me a lot. It taught me if you get knocked down 100 times, you'll get back up 100 times and continue on wrestling no matter what. And I'm very grateful that I have coaches defending me and helping me every single day, step by step.
2: Awesome. Thank you for sharing joshua gareau and yeah we're glad you're part of the program and it sounds it's a wonderful experience for you and, and appreciate your contributions friends were to blue daughter sports central we're talking blue daughter boys wrestling right now the boys wrestling team just captured the metro west championship most recently they're headed into districts um on on the horizon and we're speaking with joshua Garro senior wrestler he finished number four in the metro um, champ, uh, metro wrestling tournament ralph sanchez the sophomore is joining us he finished number one uh, in his weight class during the metro west championships um and now let's go back to I'll go, let's go back to, to joshua one more time joshua grow what led you in and it's great for sharing those um, insights as to what why you wanted to get involved in a sport your senior year and and make an impact before you left school why did you choose wrestling as, a, as opposed to another sport
5: the reason why I chose wrestling, because not only is that a combat sport, but it's a it's a great thing to, to know. Because in life, you can learn wrestling, you can learn boxing and kickboxing, jiu-jitsu. And for me, my goal was I want to go to the Navy and become a welder. That was my dream goal. And in the Navy, if you learn how to wrestle and you learn how to box, I think you really have an upper hand in other um, soldiers in that. So I think that was a key, key thing for me. And not just that, but to learn how to maneuver and use my body and actually become from a stiff person to a more flexible person. It was it was a, it was a really big thing for me. And um, wrestling is it's phenomenal. I, I suggest everyone to do it because you will learn more about yourself. You develop a character and you you just become a highly respected person after that because not everybody could do wrestling. Not everybody wants to be taken down a 100 times and come back up a 100 times. And nobody wants to deal with the blood, sweat, and tears and the amount of hours that we put in every single day. And not just that, if you compare us to other sports, we do three periods, two minutes each round, but it's fast-paced. You're continually moving and moving and moving. And the first time I wrestled, I remember my first match, I was actually gassed out. I was exhausted. I I couldn't believe it. I actually, um, excuse me, I did, uh, I went in overtime with a guy. I think he was from Winter Park. The guy was just beating me. And in the last final second, I had a takedown, and I won. And I was completely gassed. And after that, I celebrated the win with my teammates and with the coaches. And I was very thankful because they taught me step by step. They guided you through the match. So that was phenomenal for me.
2: Great insights from Joshua Garo, senior wrestler for Apopka. Now let's go back to Ralph Sanchez, a sophomore wrestler. And Ralph, when did you get start wrestling, and why did you choose wrestling?
6: Uh, for me, I really just started doing combat sports to lose weight when I was in elementary. Uh, I did boxing. And I, I just did it to lose weight because that's what the doctor told me to do. And then in middle school, I got into jiu-jitsu, which is kind of like wrestling, except it goes a little bit further into chokes and locks and all that. And uh, But when I came to high school, when I did jiu-jitsu and boxing, I met a bunch of fighters who started out by wrestling. And uh, at the mo- at the time, I was still pretty big. And, you know, when I came here into high school, I remember I, I was like 260 freshman year and i got down to 240 and then this year i was 240 and i got down to 220 and i just really joined the wrestling team because you know a lot of people inspired me to do it uh in middle school and in elementary
2: well wow, two great stories of uh two great athletes two great wrestlers and their various paths to uh, the wrestling program and now guys and let's go back to we'll stay with uh, ralph sanchez right now what would you say to you know, kids coming up, you know, elementary school, middle school, on the brink of high school, as to uh, you know what wrestling could do for them?
6: Well, uh, I would tell them, you know, wrestling is very good. It pushes you past anything you've ever been before. I mean, I mean, I've nearly cried in the wrestling room because of the training. It just got super intense. But, I mean, once you win, I mean, it's all worth it in the end. And you feel so good. And it, it's just very beneficial, and it teaches you about life the way life is because life doesn't go easy on you, and neither does wrestling. And uh, I think, you know, there's a quote from a coach saying that once you wrestle, you know, everything in life is easy. So, yeah, I just tell them that, you know, so they can keep on going and keep on wrestling when they feel like quitting.
2: Well, great insights,
6: great, great wisdom.
7: How come neither of you chose football?
6: Oh, well, uh... We actually, uh, I did football, uh, I did football in spring, but uh, last year I did football in spring, but I didn't start out the year by doing football because I was afraid it was going to get in the way of my wrestling, which is something I was looking forward to. And uh, this year I did football starting sophomore year i did football during the whole summer and i did wrestling because i found out that they although they do kind of touch each other a little bit the seasons uh i can still do both i can manage both but yeah i i am doing football
2: awesome great great insights guys and uh We'll wish you all the best uh, c- continuing as you head into the district play in the postseason and Blue Darter wrestling and then also in, in your futures as well. It's great great having you guys here. Any, anything else you guys might like to share
6: here in the last minute or so? Um, go Blue Darters, I guess. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's a good one. Go Blue Darters, yes.
2: Yeah. Well, guys, that's been one of the best segments we've ever had on this show. Th- thank you so much. We wish, you all, you. wish you all the best. We're going to go to a break in a mo- moment. Before we do, um, we'll go back to John Perry here in a just a second. Well, John, are you still joining us?
8: I'm still
2: here. Okay, Okay. sorry. I kind of forgot about you there. I apologize. <laughs> um, can, can you stay with us?
8: Yeah, I've got a few more minutes, yeah. Yeah, I've okay. you know, for most of the rest of your, your show. Uh,
2: okay, we'll take a quick break. We'll be joined by John Perry and some other Blue Darter athletes as well. We'll be right back <laughs> on Blue Darter Sports Central.
1: It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger.
2: Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central, sponsored by Baptiste Orthodontics, Florida Door Solutions, and Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com. Now, we are pleased to be joined by two members of the Blue Darter girls basketball team, Sarah McAfee and KT Thompson. The girls have already captured the district championship. They'll be playing this coming Tuesday night at home at Joe Sterling Gym in the regional, sem- regional semifinal versus Timber Creek. John Perry's joining us on the line as well, and we'll go to John right now. And, and John, do you have a question or comment for, for Savannah and KT? Well, I
8: just just wanted to, to know their, their thoughts on facing Timber Creek. Obviously, last night uh, in their regional quarterfinal game against Markham Trail, the, the ladies started out very hot and, and then kind of, sorry about my, my GPS, but calmed down and, and uh, or, or had a, I guess a little lull anyway, but uh, we're able to get past it. Uh, what do they know about Timber Creek and, and what, what uh, problems the, the Wolves may uh, present for the Blue Darters?
7: Well, it's nice to talk to you, um, Mr. John Perry. Always nice to hear your voice. Um, to answer your to answer your question, we do know that um, Timber Creek—they are a very tough team. They have great guards. They're very ex- experienced, very well coached. But um, we're ready. We we had a good win. It was a tough win um, last night against um, Bartram Trail. And we, we realized as the season has gone on that we've started off slow and then we'll get our momentum going. But actually last night we started off how we wanted to. We started off talking, started off um, very well. I think it was like 12-3, I'm not sure. But we started off very well in the first quarter, but our momentum had went down. So we just have to find the energy to stay with, um, stay have a good course of the game all, all, throughout all four quarters. Yes, we have yeah, to. Yeah, it, it
8: you know started out great last night. That uh, first quarter lead of eighteen to three, and then uh, uh, you know we're able to keep it going somewhat, and then then able to get. The main thing this time of year is to just uh, win in advance. And so uh, I understand Timber Creek may have a, a a girl who's six four. Is that correct? Do y'all know about that?
7: I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. I just know they have um, good guards, but I know they they do right. have um, good posts. But I didn't know she was six three. Actually.
8: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. Whatever the height, I know she's. They, they've got a uh, obviously a very good team because you don't you're not playing at this time of year if you don't have a good team. So. Uh, right. I guess the, y'all will just towards your regular. Uh, uh, I'll say regular play. If y'all want to run fast, y'all like to to keep the ball moving. If you can run the ball at all, I know you do. Uh, I guess none of that will change in your game against Timber Creek. Exactly.
7: Yeah we agree we agree and that's that's mainly like our game plan going into the game um you know talking going strong and, and pushing you know pushing the ball because a lot of teams they they can't they can't defend like even last night Bartram trail they tried to slow us down which caused our momentum to you know eventually go down so we just have to you know stay the course and like you said you know push the ball mm-hmm. against Timber creek.
8: Right. Uh, Savannah, I know you, you had the, the sprained ankle earlier in the in the week, but the last night it looked like you didn't have any issues with it. Uh, I guess the ankle's doing okay?
7: Yes, sir. I have um, I have talked to our athletic trainers, and I've gotten it all figured out, and I'm getting back to healthy, and I'm ready to play our next games. Like, I'm ready to win. We have four more to go. Yes, ma'am. We want a ring, right. so we're really excited.
2: Friends, you're listening to the Blue Daughter Sports Central. John Perry's joining us on the line right now. We're also coming to you live from Apopka High School and speaking, uh, talking about Apopka Blue Daughter girls basketball right now. The girls had a big win last night in postseason and we're speaking with Savannah McAfee and KT Thompson. We'll go back to John Perry. John, of course, you were here last night and you followed the the girls very closely. Do you have another question or comment for the girls or a comment just about uh, Blue Garter girls basketball?
8: I was just I know Coach Hardy. On, I uh, speak with her after games or before, during, you know, between games, and whatnot. Um, she, she seems to be like a lot of coaches are, the better coaches. They, she seems to be uh, holding you off to a pretty high standard. And tell me, well, you know, during practice and whatnot, is she she pretty tough on y'all and, and wanting to try to coach you hard?
7: Yes, she is very tough on us. Um, we always try to play, like Ashley says, that our practice is how we play, so we always push ourselves during practice. Our team, we make sure we have energy, like we don't miss out on anything, so that we do play to our full potential and, like, we keep it going so we can win states. We're really...
8: K.C., one more question. I know you, when y'all won the district title, you were really emotional about it. I know yes, that you suffered through some of the some of the hard times and, and whatnot in terms of winning games. Um, tell me what the district title and, and this successful season means to you uh, as a senior on, on the in this program.
7: Well, being here for four years, I. I came to Apopka High School to win. I came knowing that uh, Apopka High School has a winning mentality. And coming here, going through our three years, um, my freshman year I was on JV, then moved up. But the two years in between that, my sophomore and junior year, we didn't have, you know, a a well of a season as we are right now. So coming back at um, my senior year, it meant everything. Friday night winning the um, district title as you seen, Mr. Perry, I know you was right beside me. The tears were just flowing i couldn't I couldn't control myself. Yeah. They were just coming down because all of the work um that that my team and I have put in i mean our coach like Savannah said how we practice is how we is how we play so um uh, practicing every day you know putting putting work in um we we have the mentality and practice that. We're going hard on each other. We're not friends in practice. So when we get on that court, we have a good chemistry. We we know what to do. Um, and so... Um, that Friday night, that's that the tears, that's what that came from. Knowing that my teammates, we worked so hard. We was down by, I, I think, like 16 points, and we fought our our, um, our way back, and that was just, it was like a movie. Like, we could have made a movie out of that game, and I was very excited and emotional. I'm still emotional about it, so seeing the atmosphere of that championship game, it, it, it's, it's fueled us to keep going, and we want to get a banner in Joe A. Sterling Gymnasium, because Odyssey in the 1962. We want to get a 2020 <laughs> up there, so we're ready. Thank you.
2: What's wonderful, well, the girls? Want uh, yeah, yes. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to remind everybody the girls play this coming Tuesday night at Joe Sterling Gym uh, versus Timber Creek in the regional semifinal. Mm-hmm. And, and John.
8: Yeah, just, uh KT, I understand there's a lot of passion and hard work. And as you say, blood, sweat, and tears that goes into that. And I could tell that was coming out there last Friday uh, when y'all come back from being down 21-6 to, to to West Orange. And, of course, West Orange is the only team, or one of the teams that had beaten you uh, during the regular season. You were able to, to turn the tables on them there in an exciting fashion. Uh Because it wasn't sure that y'all were going to win until West Orange's last shot hit the rim and bounced out uh, on that three-pointer. And y'all won by two. So, uh, you know, good luck uh, next Tuesday. And I'll certainly see you next Tuesday against Timber Creek.
7: Thank you, Mr. Prayer. I'll, I'll be looking for you in the stands now. I'll be looking. I
2: will, I will be there, trust me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's Thank easy you in the spot. Right, right. Well, best wishes to you, KT <laughs> Thompson, and also Savannah McAfee. Thank you for joining us on Blue Dart Sports Central today, and best wishes Tuesday night. Thank,
7: Thank you, you, sir. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes. Thank you. Same, same to
2: you. Thank you, John. And uh, you any closing thoughts no. that you might have, John? Our, we got it down to our last minute.
8: Well, no, just, uh, you know, basketball's pretty good at the Pop Kai Still so right now, whether you're talking about the boys or the girls. And uh, it's odd, but, uh, you know, depending on how that other uh, boys' district comes out, uh, Popka could be playing uh, girls or are, are for sure playing Timber Creek next Tuesday and the boy at home. And then the boys could very much be on the road at Timber Creek uh, next Thursday. That is certainly a real possibility the way the, the, the brackets seem to be uh, falling. But we'll know for sure on Sunday how, how the, the Blue garden boys team, uh, who they're going to play.
2: That's great. We're looking forward to finding out. We wish both girls and boys basketball all the best. Well, thank you, John, for joining us today. Thank you, Savannah McAfee, for joining us. KT Thompson, Coach Eddie Sanders, for hosting us. That's going to do it for our show. Have a great Blue Darter Friday.